guys, you are listening to a brand new episode of the Lunch Box Chats. We are your hosts. I'm Laura. And I'm Esty. Tonight's episode is sponsored by Goalie. Goalie Nutrition is an inventive, people-focused nutrition company driven by the belief that happiness and wellness go hand in hand. All of their products are created to complement today's active lifestyles. 100% organic, vegan-friendly, and gluten-free. They contain no preservatives, chemicals, or artificial ingredients. Goalie apple cider vinegar gummies contain all of these yummy ingredients such as apples, beetroots, pomegranate that can help you lose weight and reduce belly fat. Not only that, but it can also help lower cholesterol and improve heart health. When you're purchasing Goalie, make sure to use our code LUNCHBOXCHATS for 5% off your total purchase order at checkout. Again, that's Lunchbox Chats. Use it. You get 5% off your total purchase order. Enjoy it, guys. You'll love it. You'll love it. What is up? Welcome to a brand new night. We love doing our little goalie gummy intro because it really is such a good gummy. I agree. It tastes amazing. It helps with, you know, kickstarting off the new year with a great lifestyle change. So why not? Exactly. And speaking of lifestyle changes, we have a very, very, very special guest for you later on this evening. We cannot wait to tell you who it is, and we cannot wait to have an amazing conversation with all of you and with him. Yes, absolutely. But before we get into him right now, we have breaking news. Dun, breaking dun, news. Dun. Yes. This is where we need those like special effects. Yeah, we'll get there. We'll get there. Um, okay. So according to In Touch Weekly, allegedly Miss Dina Lohan has been arrested for DWI. Yes, last night she was arrested for DWI. Yes. Um she's 57 years old. R- wait, last night or right now? Right now for this DWI. Oh my god. Shut up. What is she doing drinking on a Sunday? Right? Like what's going on? She is living the life. So it was, she was just coming out of Outback Steakhouse in North Merrick. And I guess she was part of a hit and run, meaning she hit and she run. And then the person who was in the other car followed her to her home. And then police was, were called from there. Yeah. Allegedly. This is all alleged. I mean, I, can we like take it back to, do you remember their show? Yeah. I used to love that show. And I actually really loved Dina, too. I thought she was, like, a really, like, fun, cool mom. Yeah. It was just a train wreck waiting to happen, though. It was like, you know it was going to happen any minute. It was. It was like you were waiting for things to happen and, you know. But at the same time, it's – I mean, it was, like – it was a great show. I loved the family dynamic, even though Lindsay was definitely the star. But – I mean, I cannot believe that she was really taken in for DWI. That sucks. People do not drink and drive, please. Yeah, let's be safe. Come on, come on. Um, ironically, this is going to go into our next um, um, hot topic or whatever. So she, Lindsay Lohan, used to date Wilmer Wal- Walderama, right? Oh, my God, I think they did. Yes. So you did you hear how he's now engaged? Can I tell you when I read this on the gram that Wilmer Valderrama is now engaged to Amanda Paccio? I'm I'm sorry if I'm totally butchering her name. <laughs> My heart sank a little. Why? 
because like in the depths of my soul just like i think kylie and drake are meant to be together in my heart of hearts i thought wilmer and debbie demi were gonna be together oh i could see that no you're I, i could see that like poor demi like what is she thinking when she's reading this like the love of her life at least i think he's the love of her life like just being engaged to somebody else yeah i mean and you know we reported here on the podcast as well she recently just got out of a relationship so now get out of relation her relationship to now see this it's gotta be rough for her it's gotta be i mean it just sucks like i know if it was me and you know i was going through a rough patch i mean even though obviously you move on from all of your exes but they're still like i mean i guess they're really good friends so they must have a very like platonic relationship but i'm sure like a little part of her is like, wow, like that sucks, you know, especially I don't know her personally, obviously, but she's just, I can tell she's like an emotional and like passionate person. So she's probably the type of person, like once she loves somebody, she loves them forever. So I can only imagine like what she must've felt like. Do you think she would be invited to the wedding? I don't know. That's a good question. Like, did she even know beforehand that he was going to do it? Like, did he break the news to her first and then he went and did it? Right. I would hope out of respect for her and her journey that he did. I don't know. But do you know who Wilmer always reminds me of? Who? Frankie from the Hills. Really? I don't know why. Every time I see Frankie, I always think it's Wilmer. And then I forget that they're two completely different people. What? I mean, uh, I, I feel see- like they have like the same like vibe. Well, I could see a little bit. I could see the coincidence. I don't think it's an exact replica. Yeah, I guess not. But Wilmer these days is looking really good. He's looking really fit, really happy. And him and his girlfriend or now fiance are traveling the world together. And they just look so cute together. They're basically like Barbie and Ken. Yeah. And they really look in love. Yeah, you're right. He does look happy and healthy which is what we're talking about tonight on the podcast all about being healthy. So yeah, I agree. Yeah. Going into non-normal relationships. Did you finish watching all of you? Oh, okay. We have to recap it for everybody. Brace yourself people, because if you have not watched it, please jump ahead to, I don't know, us not talking about you because we are going to spoil the end for you. Yeah, and we did warn everybody we were talking about it. So, uh, last podcast. So, yes, I finished it, and I'm shook to my core. I cannot believe the ending ended the way it did. And, okay, here's the thing. How fucking deranged can somebody be? I mean, again, so I'm on the side of Joe Will. So, even though he's a psycho stalker killer... There's something in him that I deeply, deeply love. And I feel like me and him could be friends. I mean, I would hope that I wouldn't be his love interest because then I would die. But (laughs) there's something about him that's really genuine. But the way that you ended is so warped. And it was almost like he got to see himself in another person. And you think that it would disturb him. But it didn't. It's almost like he fell in love with love even more. And that sort of made him love himself and accept everything that he was doing. It was almost like a justification for all of his actions. I love the way you put that. It was very well put. However, 
I feel as though that came about when he discovered what love did. Meaning love, his girlfriend, not love, like the feeling of love. Like, did when? When she killed Delilah. Yeah. When, so did you think that love killed Delilah? No, I I did not see that coming. I really thought he did that. Um, I was shocked that she did it. That, I I didn't see that coming. It was just shocking to me. Then, um, when he was tracing back his steps... I it, I guess the insight that then that then Forty discovered the entire second season he had he couldn't have put freaking one plus one together and then all of a sudden he he discovered that Joe Will was a freaking murderer I I that pissed me off a little bit because I I didn't like that part but whatever I also didn't see that that him passing away I none of that none of that I saw coming I definitely didn't see Forty dying I thought there was gonna be a major plot twist. And it was going to be Candace who killed Delilah. And that Candace was actually the psycho stalker. And that she, like, was so in love and obsessed with Joe that she wanted to show him that, like, she's just like him. So mm-hmm. when love killed Candace and we find out that she killed Delilah, I was just sitting there like, holy crap like did this just happen and what happened after that is even more twisted because i don't know about you but i thought they were going to be caught by the cops no 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 they go on to buy a house together and i guess they got married yep and or they're going to get married and she's pregnant and they're living this cute little life in suburbia just going on about their day with all of these people dead. Right. But how do we really know that Joe Will is the baby daddy? We don't know. Exactly. And why did, and, right. And not to mention, he's so smart. He's has he, he plans everything out in advance. He knows what he's doing. I was shocked that he also didn't request a paternity test. I thought that was also bizarre. And I don't, and I, I really, no, no offense, I disagree. I don't think that Candace had it in her to kill anybody because from the very get-go, Candace came back to get revenge on Joe Will. Yeah. So I don't think why, I don't, I, I didn't see, you know what I mean? I couldn't see her doing the same thing that Joe Will was doing. She She's not a murderer, you know what I mean? She just wanted to get back at Will. Like, her coming back to just be present was a huge, you know, slap in Joe's face. I mean, that's, that's true. I thought it would be a plot twist, but it wasn't. <clears throat> the big plot twist, 40 dies. Yep. But what I think is going to happen... Um, Ellie, is that her name? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. <coughs> She's totally going to be in season three. I think. So this is like my future prediction. So I think Ellie is going to be the one to come back and expose all of this. You think? Yeah. I definitely think it might not be season three. It might be like season four or five, whenever like the final season is. And I think it's going to end that Ellie's going to be the one to expose him for who he is maybe i mean it can't be that he goes on forever i don't know uh, we we don't know but i quick question do you think that love killed her ex-husband no why i think that he oh do we even know how he died they said he was sick no we don't know how do we know that she wasn't feeding him 
who knows what kind of medication to really just prolong his death because he could not give her what she wanted, which essentially was children. Mm. So she didn't get what she wanted. So how do we know how he passed away? That's very true. That can be uncovered. That's a very right? I, good I, detail. I don't know. I just, I, I kept thinking about that because I don't recall them saying anything as to how he passed away unless I missed that. Did you? No, they just said he was sick. But then at the end, knowing what this family has done, it's like, was he sick or did you pay, play it off as if he was sick? You know? Right. And right. And how this family just happens to have a private investigator. Come on. So I, I just, I don't know. I just think that's something she would do. Yeah. And then it makes me think like, does this happen in real life where like people with this much money and connections, like they can just sweep things like this under the rug. Do you think I that's possible? Not. I hope not. I really hope not either. Cause that part like really disturbs me. Like, wait, does this really happen in real life? Cause that would be super scary. That's sick. I don't know. But you guys, if you have not watched you on Netflix, we highly, highly recommend it and watch it with a group of your closest friends, maybe not all together individually, but make sure a group of you are watching it. So you can go and discuss it. And of course, you can always discuss it with us. Absolutely. So today we have a very special segment for all of you chatters. We thought because it is the new year, we wanted to bring someone from the health and fitness industry to come on and chat with us because you know we are all about our New Year's resolutions and getting fit and getting healthy. So we wanted somebody very special. Yeah, so today we have our guest, Mike Ercolano, who is the owner of Next Generation Gym in Randolph, New Jersey, who is also the host of the Mind, Muscle, and Soul podcast. Yeah, thank you, ladies. I, I appreciate having, uh, having me on the show. I'm really excited for this. Welcome to the Lunchbox Chats, Mike. We're so excited thank to you. have you on. We have like a bajillion questions, but of course we had to narrow it down to like 12. <laughs> All right. Yeah. All right, well... Uh, well, hopefully I can answer them all for you if you go on past 12. Yes, yes. Well, thank you so much for coming on. And um, I hope you don't mind all the questions we're about to ask you. <laughs> uh, not, not at all. That's what I'm here for. All right. Um, so how did you come up with the name Next Gen? And what does it mean? Uh, well, that's a great question. Actually, to be honest with you, I did have a former business partner who started the business before I started it. Okay. Um, we actually ended up, we had two locations at one point. I started the Randolph location. He was in business for about a year. Um, the partnership fell apart and uh, I ended up buying him out. So now I'm the only owner. So he started it with the name um, Next Generation, but it actually started as a as a um, athlete training center. So the whole concept was the next generation of athletes. Um, and then, you know, about, I don't know, probably about six months to a year into first starting, what ended up happening was it's very difficult to run a business just based off of athletes, you know, cause the kids are so seasonal with their schedules. They'll come in for a month and then be gone for six months. And it's really tough to run a business that way. Right. So that's when we started transitioning to a, uh, training adults and um, and now we're a full-fledged adult facility. In fact, we the only athletes we train um, at our now one and only location are like my personal and private clients. Like, so I have a couple professional athletes I train privately, and some high school kids I train privately. But we are primarily adults. So now the name has kind of evolved. Um, what I like to say is that you know we are helping the next generation you know, get healthier and become the next, you know, having this generation become the next generation by keeping them healthy and having them live longer and, and uh, you know, really 
looking into the future uh, with their health goals, because ultimately, you know, health and fitness isn't about right now. It's about what you do now to help you in the future. I love love that. I love that. It's such a good philosophy. What sort of like inspired you to get into this field in the first place? Were you an athlete yourself or you kind of just love the whole health and fitness industry? Yeah, no, I was, um, I was an athlete, just like probably almost every other uh, personal trainer uh, that you will run across. Uh, I was an athlete uh, in high school. I, I played baseball. I grew up actually grew up training in martial arts. My father still does it 50 years. He's been training in it. He's actually 72 or 73. I think uh, luckily wow. he doesn't listen to these things. So <laughs> I, could, I could, I could just like put any age on them. Um, but so I, you know, I, I grew up training uh, in all bunch of different sports. And what actually happened was I had a couple injuries and my mm-hmm. senior year in high school, um, I was a pretty good baseball player. I was going to college for baseball. I had a couple opportunities to looking at like division one schools and, um, and so I had a, a decent future when it came to, to playing baseball in college, but I ended up having shoulder surgery and um, I tore my, uh, my labrum, which kind of hindered my, my plans. I ended up not going to some of the bigger schools I was looking at. And I ended up still playing at Montclair state um, right here in Jersey. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I, I still got an opportunity to play in college ball, but during the rehab process, um, I really, started to understand the body a little bit more. And I started understanding a lot of the processes that go into training. Cause when I was a kid, I was just like, you know, a meathead. I was just trying to lift as heavy as I could. Yeah. And, you know, I was like, you know, believe it or not, I was like 240 pounds a senior in high school. I was just like oh, a big wow. meathead eating as much as I could. Um, but realizing later on that, that how I was training for that was very wrong. And that's why mm-hmm. I decided why I ended up getting injuries. So long story short, uh, I wanted to get into it so I could help other people not make the same mistakes that I made. Oh, I love that. Wow. That's, that's powerful. Yeah, that's that's amazing. That's great. So what, what exactly yeah. does next gen entail of like random person wants to come into the gym? What's it about? Yeah, that's a, that's a really great question. And this is something that um, it's constantly evolving for us, but ultimately, you know, our goal is to, have a safe and friendly environment for everybody to come in and work out in. Um, you know, gyms can be intimidating, uh, especially for is just getting into fitness. You know, if you're if you're someone who's been working out your whole life, um, you could pretty much go into a gym and figure out what to do. But unfortunately, that's only about uh, you know only about 19% of our population actually works out on a regular basis and goes to a gym. So um, it's very intimidating to walk into a gym for the first time. Um, how many people go into a gym and have no idea what to do. And exactly. so, you know, it lasts, yeah, it lasts about a week and then they stop going because they're bored. They get hurt. They don't know what to do. They're not getting results. Um, so what we we try to do is we just try to make a family atmosphere where everyone, regardless of your fitness level, regardless of how old you are, you could come in and have a great workout, be part of a good community and um, really just be a positive force in people's lives. I love lives. that. I can totally resonate with that because I can't tell you how many times I myself have started a gym routine, especially like at the beginning of a new year. I'm like, this year I'm going to get so fit and so healthy. And then about like a couple weeks into it, I get so discouraged and I never knew why. And I think what you said is so important. It's really about not knowing what I'm doing and not being comfortable in my environment 
And I think what's so important from what I'm hearing is sort of like you really provide education and sort of like community in your gym. So you don't feel alone. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm glad you touched on the point of education because um, ultimately my goal is to not have my clients and members need me Mm. anymore but just want to be there because they want to be a part of the culture. They want to be a part of the gym, but I want to provide as much information for people that they could ultimately help themselves. Cause that's why I do this, right? I, I do this because I want to help people. And um, you know, I, when I first started my started the business, one of my, my goals was I don't want to be like a, every other gym where we mm-hmm. steal money from people, right? That's yeah. like the gym industry, the gym industry, they, they make their money and they earn their living off of stealing money because People sign up for a gym membership, they get stuck into a contract and they don't show up. And that's what gyms want you to do. Um, so ultimately, I want the opposite. I want to be able to provide a place where someone can learn how to help themselves for the future. And hopefully they stay because they love what we do and they love the people we have and the trainers we have and the culture we have. Um, but ultimately, I just want to have people be able to help themselves. Wow, I love that. Yeah, same. And. I want to touch off what Laura said about the New Year's. Is this like the time of year where everyone joins all at once? Oh my God, it's 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 <laughs> fucking crazy right now. It's it's um like to to just give you a little example. Like today is yeah. Wednesday, right? I don't even know what day it is right now. It's just I'm all over the place. Um, I've spoken to between uh, New Year's Day, so last week and today, uh, I've had 107 people that I sat down wow. and spoke with. Um, over the past, it's only been a week. So, um, and I got a full schedule tomorrow. I got a full schedule Friday and all weekend. Uh, so it's, it's, it's a crazy time of year. It, it really is, it's, which is really awesome. It's a really great time of year. Um, but, you know, it, it, what, what happens is uh, a lot of people come out of the gate, you know, gung-ho. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, sure. um, so, it, you know, it's a matter of, you know, pulling the reins back enough where they don't lose momentum, but yet they could continue on because ultimately it's about the long haul, right? It's about the long term. It's not about anything that's a quick fix. It's not about anything that's going to, you know, happen in a month. It's what's going to happen, you know, a year from now, five years from now, 10 years from now, because that's what our, that's where health and fitness is all about. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And I love that you are describing the difference between your gym and other gyms. And I, I appreciate that. Um, I myself is a mem- am a member of your gym and I absolutely love it and it's working for me. And um, I've noticed though that there, well, not only noticed, but I'm um, getting my ass handed to me every time I'm there <laughs> um, with Mike's programming. So please tell our listeners about the programs that go behind this because you guys, it's brutal. <laughs> Well, 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 thank you for asking that, actually, because that's kind of an overlooked uh, part of the whole gym experience is the program. If you're unaware, um, programming is just a fancy word for yeah. writing workouts. Um, so the programming that goes behind it, um, there's actually a, a lot of thought and a lot of process that goes behind that. Um, I write all the workouts except for on Sundays. Sundays are always trainer's choice. So whoever's working on Sunday at our gym writes the workouts that day. Um, but there's, there's a, an entire process that goes behind it. Um, based off of movement patterns, um, based off of uh, what we're trying to accomplish, whether it is a day where we're trying to um, really focus more on a cardio type workout where you're burning more calories and have keeping your heart rate up or more of a strength based workout where we're trying to build lean muscle and, and really trying to boost your metabolism by 
building lean muscle. Um, but you know, a lot of gyms don't put that much thought into their programming. And, you know, for me, that's the art of it, right? Writing the workouts is the art of it. It's not just making people tired or getting people sweaty and, you know, having them get their ass handed to them, but it's having people get their ass handed to them for a reason and with a purpose, you know? So, um, you know, the way I do it is I just, I look at the big picture. I look at uh, a month out and I try to schedule or I try to program um, each day and each week with a purpose so that it, it progresses and changes as the month goes on. Wow. So are, is this programming, is it a, is it a group or is it a, like an individual type of program? So we, we have both. Uh, our mostly, uh, the majority of our members are in a group setting. So we have two different types of groups. We have a um, large group, which we call team mm-hmm. training. And then we have a small group, which is small group personal training. Um, so, you know, the best way to describe the small group personal training is you're basically getting personal training with um, a, a smaller price tag because everybody is sharing right. the trainer for that hour. So there's six people in a group. Um, the workouts can be much more individualized in that setting. Um, our large group training is more of, um, for lack of a better term, that boot camp feel, that right. large, that large team. And ultimately, that is what a majority of our members are in because that's really where the energy is at. And that's where, um, you know, you get that camaraderie and that team feeling, which is why we call mm. it team training. Do you find that people like meet their fitness goals more when they have sort of an accountability partner or an accountability group versus, you know, just doing a workout by themselves at a gym? Like, do you really think that makes a difference? Like having a trainer, having a group of people that you exercise with? Uh, yeah, 110%. And, um, you know, and again, obviously it depends on the individual. Like some people like to work out by themselves and keep themselves accountable and, and, and do all those things. But the majority of people don't, and, and they, they like to be a part of that atmosphere and they like, and I like to use the word accountability because accountability is 99% mm. of the battle, right? Whether you're holding yourself accountable or you have someone else holding you accountable, that is, that is, that is the, that's the key right there to, to accomplishing any of your, not only health and fitness yeah. goals, but any goals, right? If you're, if you're trying to hold yourself accountable for anything, regardless of what it is. So, um, accountability is huge. Um, you know, being a lot of times with the way, uh, our members are, you know, they all kind of fall into, um, specific times. So like, you know, in their schedule, um, you know, they're working out certain times. So they, uh, each week, the same time every day. So they get into, um, a lot of friendships and relationships within that group. And that's where a lot of the magic happens because then they're holding each other accountable. Um, you know, they're, they're, talking outside the gym there you know we, we're running a challenge right now and everyone in the challenge will be part of this big group and a lot of that has to do with holding each other accountable so that is that is a huge huge part yeah of and how important is like you just mentioned like the same time every week like how important is that routine like to have a time set up for yourself uh well yeah i think mentally that's that's yeah. a big part of it when it comes to you know, getting physical changes, it doesn't matter what time of day you work out. It doesn't matter if you work out the same time every day, if you change your times, it, it really doesn't. Um, but mentally and having a schedule, it does, you know, and I, and the way I do it is like with my schedule, I block out a time. And for me, that time to work out is like, it's like a meeting. 
I have mm-hmm. to do it. Like I hold myself to that meeting. You know, if I, if I had a meeting with one of my employees or um, with a vendor or whatever, I would hold myself accountable to be there. All right. So scheduling it out and putting it into um, your week and knowing what your week looks like is, is super important or else what happens is, you know, things get in the way, life gets in the way, Yeah. you know, and if it's not a priority in your schedule, then, you know, it tends to go on the wayside. So um, definitely, definitely super important, uh, you know, having that set time uh, during the week to get that work. Yeah, out. yeah for sure. Um, you just mentioned before about a challenge going on at the gym. Can you tell everybody about this challenge that's going on? Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for bringing that up. I'm super, super pumped about it. And uh, it's it's right now we're running, it's called a 42 day shred challenge. Uh, and essentially you get 42 days of unlimited training. Uh, you get a, a customized and personalized nutrition plan and you get daily accountability with it. Um, we run, we run like 42 days, six weeks every now and then, but you know, this time of year, we're actually running it for free right now. Um, which we never do, but we, we, we do it for the first two weeks of January because what we really want to do is give a home for people who are looking for one. You know, it's, it's a tough, this time of year, like we talked about earlier, everybody's on their New Year's resolution kick, right? And everyone's trying to find a yeah. new gym or a new yeah. solution. Um, so by opening our doors to as many people as we can, hopefully we can help more people find that solution and find that home. So um, the 42 day shred, it kicks off on Monday, which is the, the 13th. Um, you know, it's where we we're pretty slammed with it, but more people, we'll, we're not going to turn anyone away. So um, if anyone's listening and wants to join, you know, let me know. I'd be happy. There to get you, you go. Out. Yeah. So um, it's about, it's a, I guess some of it's about weight loss and mu- muscle gain. Uh, and this might be a dumb question, but is there really a difference between that or? Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's a, that's actually a really good question. Remember there, there's no dumb questions. I'm not going to finish the rest of that <laughs> sentence, but there is no dumb questions. Um, but uh, yeah, so that there is a difference. Uh, so we tend to not look at weight okay. too closely, um, you know, cause the weight on the scale can fluctuate with a whole oh, bunch yeah. of different reasons. Um, you know, num- even coming down to number one, different scales, right? Different yep. scales, different weights. Uh, but you know, a lot of things, whether you, you know, ate more the day before, whether you didn't digest completely, um, whether, you know, you're bloated for whatever reason, um, you know, these, these, all these things factor into your weight. So we use a machine called, uh, an in-body, uh, body composition machine or body composition analysis. And what that helps us do is look at your muscle mass. It looks at your body fat percentage. Um, it looks at your BMR, which is basal metabolic rate which is essentially an overview of what your metabolism looks like because we could see exactly how many calories you're burning on a regular Mm. basis. So weight and muscle mass are very, very connected, but they're very different as well. All right. So yeah. Answer your question. No, it did. It did. I was just, so the challenge is focused on both then. Oh, sure. Okay. Yeah. So what the, the challenge is, um, it's, it's an individual, all right. So, cause everyone has individual right. goals. Everyone has individual, um, you know, schedules and lives and responsibilities. So, um, depending on what your goals are is how we structure the challenge around what we're going to help you with. So if you have a weight loss goal, then we could help you with weight loss. If you, you know, I had somebody who I think, you know, the four other 
uh, you know, women in the room wanted to kill him because he was talking about how he wanted to gain weight. And they're all looking at him like, yeah, like you damn know, you. you know, yeah, they're all there seriously. for, yeah, you know, but he wanted to gain weight because he was lean. Um, he had struggled to put some muscle nice. on. So, you know, so part of, yeah, right. So part of that, so, so part of his challenge is putting a plan together to help him gain weight and gain muscle. So in reality, it's, it's all individual. Um, the big rocks are the same for everybody but it's how you tweak the little rocks in the equation that that is where the okay. magic lies. That's that's that sounds very intriguing. I Yeah, so do you Yeah, so do you sit down like you and your your staff? Do you sit down with each and every person and sort of go over their goals with them at the beginning and then you create wow. Absolutely. Wow. Yeah. So so absolutely. So I and I don't I don't mean to interrupt you, but we we do 100% do that. Uh, you know, I, I got done saying before that I've been meeting with 107 people to this point. So the way we start is we always start with a group orientation. So, uh, you know, we call it a nutrition orientation to go over um, all the big important details of the nutrition part of it, because ultimately, nutrition is 80% of the battle, right? You know, so regardless of what your goals are, it's 80% of the battle. So, um, so we have a big group nutrition orientation. After they go through that, then they sit down um, generally with uh, my general manager, uh, who is also our um, nutrition and accountability coach at the gym. Um, and then they go over with her their specific goals, and then we could help them put a plan in place for those goals. Wow, that sounds incredible. And why is it 42 days? Is it like a magic number to something? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. It's funny you asked that. It really is because I had that for the first time I had somebody ask that to me tonight, and I really didn't know how to answer that because, no, it's not a magic number. It's not, um, you know, something special about 42 days. Uh, you know, we generally just like to run our challenges either three weeks or six weeks long. And, um, you know, so there's nothing special about 42 days. You know, they say that it takes 21 days to build a habit and have it mm -hmm. stick. Um, I, I, I don't know. I don't know how true that is. 21 days seems such a short period of time. Yeah. Like I feel like I can do something for 21 days and then just drop it You know, if I don't like it. So, uh, no, there isn't anything special about 42 days. It's just um, a long enough time period. You know, it's six weeks long. So long enough to start seeing some some decent results, you know, and. You know, I, I think that at this point, um, most of us understand that, you know, whether it's three weeks, a month, six weeks, it's still not a long enough time to, you know, reach your ultimate goals. So we try to give you enough time to start making progress there and also some time along the way to make some adjustments if you're not. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like you're super busy. So um, what is your what is your schedule consist of just like tomorrow? What would tomorrow consist of for you? A day in the life. Yeah. <laughs> A day in the life. Uh, all right. Well, tomorrow I will be at the gym around 530 in the morning. Um, luckily, I do not have to um, coach any classes tomorrow. I do have a full staff that, that pretty much runs all of our, our coaching. I still love coaching. I still love training. Um, I do it every Saturday morning and I have my private clients. But, you know, running the business gets in the way of actually being on the floor. Um, so tomorrow morning I'll be in the gym at 530. I got to meet with some people. Um, we just had a, a local, another gym down the road closed down actually out of nowhere. So I have a big group of people coming in that I got to sit down and talk to um, about our program and hopefully it's a good fit for them. Uh, and then, you know, I got a private client, a personal training client uh, at seven. And then, um, you know, it's just grinding away on uh, Facebook ads and trying to find ways to drive new people and more people into the gym, uh, going over the numbers. It's, I do that every single day. Um, you know, I try to, 
get some sort of education in. So I will uh, either read or watch some you know video uh, online video tutorial or conference or anything like something like that uh, for about 15 minutes. And then it's just the day-to-day tasks of making sure that, you know, all the numbers are in place and that we are progressing and getting you know, 1% better every day. Then tomorrow evening, my appointments will start back up at three o'clock and I'll meet with people from 3 p.m. to 9 p.m. Oh, wow. So do wow. you have any days off? Uh, sometimes Sundays. Uh, Sundays are a light day, but like um, I, I tend to put some uh, personal training clients and private clients on Sundays if I can't fit them in during the week. So um, like last Sunday, I, I just had two clients that I worked with um, for an hour each. But, you know, I, I work from home on Sundays. You know, it's when when you're running a small business, there, there's never an end to, to work. There's always something to do. So do I have days off? No, but I do have the opportunity to work from home um, when I do, quote unquote, have a day off. Wow. So you really don't have like a whole lot of downtime then. No, no, uh, not not much at all. Besides the, you know, couple hours a night I sleep. Oh, wow. <laughs> so then, how do you? I guess my next question is, how do you handle the difference between your personal life and you know then your gym life? How do yeah? How, how do you balance, you balance that? that? Yeah. Uh, well, there really isn't such thing as a balance when when you're, um, you know, when you're in this type of world or a small business owner, especially mm-hmm. now. Um, there really isn't a balance, you know, your, my life and my work are one, they are, uh, you know, interchangeable, um, you know, like, on my, like I said, on my days off on Sunday, I'll be sitting on the couch watching football, but I'll be doing work all day, you know, so technically, it's my downtime of my life. Um, the, the key, I guess, is just to have good people around you that that support you, like, um, you know, I have a girlfriend who is very, very supportive, uh, she's, we've been together for a couple of years now. Um, you know, we live together. She understands that, um, work never ends for me. So, you know, I try to do whatever I can to have some downtime with her and, uh, do some things on, you know, outside of work with her, but she's super understanding. And, you know, ultimately it's just looking at the big picture and knowing hopefully, you know, five years from now, 10 years from now, it, it may be different and it may all pay off in the long run. Right. So mm-hmm. like when, so I'm sure there are some days you wake up and you know, you feel some type of burnout or you're not as inspired as other days. Is that big picture vision? Like what keeps you going? Like sort of what motivates you when there's no motivation in sight? That is a great question because burnout is a huge factor. And, and actually um, I went through a really tough stretch uh, a while ago um, with burnout, you know, about two years in to owning the business, you know, I didn't have any employees at the time. Um, well, I had one part-timer, but I was pretty much burning the candle at both ends by training every session of the day, starting at 5 a.m., finishing at 8 p.m. Um, actually, at the time, it was 9 p.m. We were finishing, plus running the business in the afternoon. And I got, I really did get burnt out. And I, um, I actually stepped away a little bit from the business and, uh, and, notice a huge difference in obviously the performance of the business. So burnout's a real thing. Uh, having your why is super important, mm-hmm. you know, knowing what your why is and just keeping that in the forefront, even though there's going to be days where it's just going to suck, you know, there's going to be days where you just got to grind through it and you just got to know that that's part of the process. Um, but having that big picture, that why does drive you through those days. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Totally. And that kind of works like, you can totally relate that to like a somebody's fitness journey too. like, 
you know, there are some days you don't want to go to the gym, but I guess that's why it's so important that you were saying like setting up those goals from the beginning and always knowing like why you're showing up every day for yourself. 100%, 100%. You know, there's, there's a lot of days where you're not going to feel like going to the gym. Yeah. You know, even for, for me, you know, I live and breathe the gym and there's days where I got to really push myself to get the workout in where I can find every other excuse in the world to not do it. Cause I'm just not feeling it. Um, but having that, why is uh, super, super important. Um, and, and just having that in, in, in your mind, or I know a lot of people who create vision boards where they keep it, yes. you know, in the, you know, in, in their room or in their bathroom or their kitchen or wherever they look at all the time. And that, that's a, that's a really um, good key to, or good tip to, to do. If you can't visualize it, at least having a picture in front of you of, of what you want to accomplish could really help you get through that. But it's, it's tough, man. It's really, there, there, it, it, there's no, uh, there's no way around it. There's going to be a lot of days where you just don't feel like working out and you don't feel like going to the gym. Um, but I don't know anybody who's ever finished a workout and said, shit, I wish I didn't do that. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you show right? up. You anyway. always feel good. You always feel good when you're done and just show up. That's half the battle. It really just is. Show it up. really is. Yeah, because you're in your and you're in your head about it a lot. You're like, is it really worth it? I have so much other shit I could probably be doing instead of going here. But once you get there, you're in the parking lot. All you gotta do is open the door and just go in. Um, I'm definitely, right. I'm definitely one of those people. I do. I lo- enjoy it every single day. Hell no. But um, like you said, the reward at the end is is the bigger picture in it all. And I mean, for me personally, um, you know, Mike and I have talked outside of obviously the podcast. And for me, um we talked about plateauing and mm-hmm. I just want to let uh, you know, our listeners know too, what advice can you give to people about that? Cause I know I'm sure not the only one that struggles with that, but it happens. It happens to everybody. And uh, that's my advice is that it happens to everybody. It doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter what your goals are. It doesn't matter um, how hard you work out or, or how, um, how many workouts you skip, I guess you're going to plateau. It is going to happen. Um, at some point in uh, your working out career or whatever you want to call it, your fitness journey, I guess, is a, <laughs> is a popular term now. Um, you know, it's going to happen. And the biggest thing about that is just keep moving forward. All right. Because if you take that plateau and you say, well, fuck it, it's not working for me, then that plateau turns in, turns into a permanent plateau. Exactly. Yep. Right. And then you end up going backwards. So everyone plateaus. It might be frustrating. It might feel demoralizing, but just understand that it's part of the process that happens to everybody. And if you keep pushing through and you keep trusting the process, it's going to get better and you're going to move past that plateau. I love it. What great advice. I'm like, you are speaking my language tonight, Mike. Like (laughs) I live in New York, but I'm about to drive like three times a week to Randolph just so I can be part of your gym community. Yeah. Come on on over. We'd love that. I'm loving it. I do have a random personal question. So I'm one of those people who makes like a bajillion excuses, but when, so what happens when you're sick? Like when should you work out? (laughs) When should you not work out? Like, Let's say you have a cold versus, you know, you're feeling achy or you have a fever. Like some people say, go work out, sweat it out. Some people say, don't like, what is your advice on that? Yeah, it's a, it's a great question, especially for this time of yeah. year, you know, for all of us being on the East coast, a lot of people are getting sick mm-hmm. now. Um, and, and the, the answer, and I'll usually use this answer for almost every question, but it depends. 
All right. It depends on um, it depends on how sick you are. If you have if you have a virus, if you have a fever, if you're you know throwing up or whatever, take the day off. Don't go to the gym. You know, not only your body is going through hell at that point. You need that um, as much energy as you can to fight that off and to get um, to get healthier. If you got a, a cold. And if you're just kind of feeling under the weather a little bit, uh, you got the sniffles, you could go to the gym, just control how hard you're going. You don't have to go hundred percent every time you're there. Mm. All right. You don't have to quote unquote, sweat it out. All right. Just going and moving or going for a walk, right. Just getting your body moving is a great way to help you get through that. Um, you know, so it, it really depends on what level of sickness you're at. Right. Um, but ultimately if you're, you know, keep it simple. If you're on your deathbed, don't work out. If you could still go to work, you could work out. I See, love it. Yeah, I was always under the impression to, like you just said, quote unquote, sweat it out. I didn't. I, that's good advice. Good. Nah, you don't. You don't. You don't have to sweat it out. Um, you know, because in reality, when you're sick, your your body's under stress, right? No matter what you're doing, your body's under stress. So. Um, if you're working out, you're putting more stress onto your body and that might delay your recovery from being sick. So you don't have to go hundred percent, but I do recommend getting moving. All right. Cause movement is medicine. Movement is going to, um, you know, make you feel better. It's going to help your body stay, you know, active and healthy and the process is going on. So, you know, just, just be smart about it. You know, don't, don't kill yourself. There's always tomorrow and there's always the next day. Right. It's always all about the big picture and about the long. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Movement is so important. Right. Yeah. I like what you said. Movement, movement is so important. Yeah. Movement is medicine. I like that. I like that. And um, last question, I promise. Can you tell us, in, in your opinion, of course, what, how you feel about keto, paleo, yes. fasting? What, what do you what, what <laughs> tell what you us? Yoda. Yeah. <laughs> Yoda. Oh, wow. All right. Um, <laughs> So here's the thing. Uh, I don't have something against them individually. I don't have something against the actual diet. I have an issue with diets in general, and I have an issue with fad diets. I have an issue with uh, these, these, these fad diets becoming religions mm. about it and people saying that this is the only way to do something. Um, I believe and this is my personal belief, and this is also my belief in, you know, the, the thousands of clients I've worked with because, you know, I've been doing this for 12 years now. I've worked with so many people, and I've seen a lot of different things. I've seen a lot of different phases. Um, I believe in a balanced diet. I believe in, in eating healthy, eating real food, eating properly. Um, I believe that, you know, if you're cutting out a specific food group, mm -hmm that's probably just intuitively not good for you. Like our bodies are meant the, the, the processes. And, and obviously, you know, if you have some sort of medical condition where you can't process, then that's a completely different story. But just in general, talking about the general regular healthy person, I think diets are just a bunch of bullshit. I, I think they're marketing. I think they're a, a way for people to ultimately sell you products in the end. Uh, you know, if you, if you look at just the history of of diets like like where are all the atkins and south beach people nowadays right. you know like 10 years ago that was like the big thing right everyone was doing atkins and south beach and then what happened you start seeing products on the shelves of atkins oh, yeah, drinks right. and, and now what's 
what is Atkins doing now? Now they have yeah. a keto version. Well, yeah, what the fuck's right. the difference? Right. Right? So like that, true. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's it's all just marketing. It's all just a way to sell you crap in the long run. Do are there doctors that believe in, you know, act or keto or intermittent fasting? Like, do they believe in the health benefits? Yeah. Of course, but in this information age that we're in, you can find studies and proof on either side mm. of the ball, right? You could find, you know, you could find one doctor who says it'll, it'll make you live forever and one doctor said it'll kill you tomorrow, yeah. right? So ultimately, my advice for anybody would be, if you can't do it forever, don't do it yeah. at all. If you can't, if it's something that, you know, in a month from now, you're not going to be able to continue to do, don't do it. And that's just, just keeping it simple. You know, and some people have really, really good results with these diets and do really well. We have a member at, at the gym who swears by intermittent fasting and she swears how it makes her feel. She's she sleeps better. She she's more focused mentally. And if that works for her, great. I'm not I would right. never tell her not to do it. You know, that is awesome. You know, so find what works for you. Find what works for you for the long run that you could stick with. And yeah. So I guess it. you just got to look at the like longevity of it. Absolutely. I mean, I, I know like you know, weight loss, body composition goals, it's a very emotional thing yeah. for a lot of us, you know, for most of us, because, you know, it's how you look, it's how you feel, it's how you, you perceive yourself and how others perceive you. So it is it's definitely um, a very emotional thing. So I get wanting to try all these things. I get wanting to um, try a, and this is not to throw keto on the bus, but try a keto diet for a month. And then you, you start getting results from it. Keep doing it. But just always have the long, the long picture in mind, right? The long run in mind, because, you know, if you can't do it forever, then sooner or later, you're going to stop doing it. And then when you stop doing it, your results are going to go the other way. And then you're going to get discouraged. And then it's going to become this vicious cycle back mm-hmm. and forth. Wow. I just feel if you guys can like see me, I just feel like I just went to church and like my hands are up and I'm like, yes, preach. Because <laughs> because it's so true. It's like, especially in this day and age with all like the Instagram, we have so much information at our fingertips that it's such like everything's just so oversaturated. And I think what you really just honed in on right now, like intuition, like listening to yourself, listening to what your body needs and really just doing what's right for you. And I think that's so, so important. 100%. Intuition is, is the key. And, and don't even get me started about these, these Instagram trainers <laughs> and Instagram influencers. And don't, I love uh, it. You know, we, we'll talk for another yeah, hour. Yeah, that'll be podcast wanna, part two. Yeah, that's part two. That'll be episode number exactly. two. Exactly, like podcast <laughs> number two. Well, Mike, we thank you so much. We're at one of our favorite portions of our podcast right now. It's the gratitude segment. So we want to know what you are grateful for. Oh, man. You know, that, that's such a great question because there's so many things in my life that I'm grateful for. Um, you know, every day I, when I wake up, I try to be um, as, as positive and grateful as possible because there's so many things that, that we are fortunate to have that other people don't. Um, but if I had to put it on one and pinpoint on one, uh, you know, I'd, I'd just, be, just be grateful of the um, the health of all the people that are around me that I care mm-hmm. about, you know, because that's something that, you know, especially being in this industry of seeing people who are um, severely overweight, who are going through health issues, um, you know, that's something that a lot of us take for granted. And when your health is gone, it's gone and it's hard to get back and it's hard to live life the way you want to live. So, you know, all the people that I love that I care about, my parents, my girlfriend, all of our members, all of our staff, 
I, I'm just super grateful that, uh, that, that they're all healthy and that we can continue to help them be healthy as well. Wow, that's beautiful. Yeah, that was really touching. I love it. Well, I, I'll go. I'm actually, I throughout this podcast, I was grateful for so many things, but I'm actually really grateful for people like you who really love what they do and are really being of service to their community and to the world because – like I said before, like we live in such an age where a lot of things are very superficial and it's just to get the likes and the followers. And I just mm-hmm. really appreciate your genuine authenticity because you can really feel it. And I really am grateful that you and everybody like you are able to share their gifts with the world and you're not just keeping it for yourself. So very, very grateful. Oh well, thank you. That was really uh, that was really nice. I wasn't expecting that. Oh, you're always surprised on the LBC chat. <laughs> <laughs> always, always, yeah. Um, I was well. I'm gonna say I'm definitely grateful for Next Gen. Um, as I've shared here on the podcast, I found Next Gen right after what happened to me in my brain surgery, and um, you know, it was a struggle. I I couldn't do uh, for the first year of my recovery. I wasn't able to do anything, and then year two, I was finally able to get back into working out and um we saw you know it was kind of like love at first sight but it really really has Mm -hmm. um changed me i've seen such a difference in myself i feel so much better um and like i said before every workout kicks your butt um the staff is amazing mike is super educational um they they just they just motivate you to come back each time and you know i'll be honest like i said do I want to go all the time? Hell no. But I go, I show up, and I'm there, and I've seen a difference. I feel a difference, and I'm, I'm genuinely grateful for them because I enjoy it. That's the difference. Um, I, I enjoy, like, the aftermath of it all. I feel so much better about it. My days, I, I do the workouts in the morning. My whole day is set, so, and I keep coming back. So you're doing something right. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, good. I'm glad, I'm, and I'm, uh, I'm very happy, uh, you know, can I add another thing I'm grateful? I'm very grateful for, for you being a part of our family. Uh, you know, I'm very grateful for every single one of our members, uh, you know, because if it wasn't for all of you guys, um, guys and gals, sorry, if it wasn't for you, uh, you know, I wouldn't be able to do what I love every day. And we wouldn't have the, the culture and the atmosphere that we have. So thank you. You are what make you are what makes us special. Oh, well, thanks. Thank you. Guys, I'm going to cry on this end. I want to be part of this family. <laughs> Lord, you like, got to come. Come on by. Do you do anything, door. like any, like, Skype sessions for somebody who can't go to the gym? Is that phase two? Like, how can I be involved <laughs> oh, without yeah. living there? Because I no, have a no, whole no, vision 100%. for next generation, like, digital. <laughs> no, 100%. I actually do have some uh, online clients that I work with. Um, I have a lot of people from all across the country that I work with that, um, you know, obviously don't come to the gym by me to work out, but I, but I help them with their accountability and their nutrition. And um, we have biweekly meetings. So every other week we, we meet via Skype or I use a Zoom video conference, you know. Um, so yeah, that's, that's absolutely uh, an option and something that I do on a pretty fairly regular basis. Well, that is great to know. So whatever. Oh, Skype I'm me ready. And, uh, I have I'll your number put a now. Face to, face to the name. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right, right. Mike, thank you so much for joining us tonight. We so appreciated this conversation. Tell our chatters where they can find you. Uh, yeah, so I guess the best place to find me would be on my Instagram account. Uh, and that's just my name. It's at Mike underscore Ercolano. And that's E R C O L A N O. 
Um, that's probably the best way. You could always DM me on there. Um, I, I do have a limit. I keep myself a limit on there, so I don't spend my whole day scrolling through Instagram. <laughs> but if you DM me on there, I will get back to you uh, within 24 hours. Um, so that's probably the best way to reach me. And they could catch you on your website as well? Oh, yeah, my website. Yeah. Um, so nextgenrandolph.com is our website. Um, you know, you could find us on Facebook and, you know, you could always listen to my podcast, the Mind, Muscle and Show podcast. We just uh, got, I think, episode number 16 or 17 out last week and we got another one coming out this week. So um, that'd be a, another place. Hi. to find me. I cannot wait. I'm going to go and like binge listen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, please, please do. Please do. You know, we, we touch on everything, you know, not only fitness, but um, about mental health, about nutrition. That's why it's mind, muscle, and soul. Um, you know, so it's, it's, we, we really try to touch on a lot of things. And I say we, because I just started bringing my general manager on as my co-host. Um, the first few episodes were just me. And, um, and then she just brings a little different perspective to the table. So, um, go on there. I'd love to hear your feedback on it. And, uh, you can find it on iTunes. You can find it on Spotify. Um, and, uh, and yeah, I'd be very grateful if you listen to it. Of course. All our chatters go listen, subscribe. Essie, tell our chatters where they can find us because I never get it right. <laughs> yes. You guys can catch us here on every Monday, um, on iTunes, Spotify, Anchor, Google podcasting. Um, uh, what else? Oh, radio public breaker and overcast, as well as our Instagram page at lunchbox chats. Please, please, please go over to iTunes. Leave us a review. We'd greatly appreciate it. Mike, thanks again for coming on. Thank you, ladies. I had a lot of fun, and I hope we can do this Absolutely. again. For sure. Part two. Part two. Part two. Until next week, Part guys. Two. Bye, Have guys. a great week.